Hi, my name is Danny and I am a horticulturalist. Welcome to my little podcast. These episodes will be dedicated to the people who made horticulture for what it is today. These first seasons will be about the women of horticulture. I have no idea how many seasons I will have, but there are a lot that I want to get through. Some people you will know, some people you won't, some people you may have thought you knew. The woman I am talking about today, Frances, Ina, Georgina, Watts, Higgins, she was one of the first women to make it possible for me and other women like myself to study at Burnley College, which was the very first horticultural-based university or college in Australia, which is very exciting. This is not a political podcast. However, I will be talking about first women's in my industry. There might be a little bit of politics, but it will be only brief. All media pertaining to these episodes will be cited in the show notes. Let's get into it, my dear leaflets. Frances Georgina Watts Higgins, fondly known as Ina, was born in County Cork, Ireland, 1860. After her brother died of consumption, her mother, Anna, decided to go to Australia with four of her children for a better life. There were two boys and two girls. Her father, William, and older brother would come across later that year. Anna's youngest boy, who was six, unfortunately died on a trip and was buried at sea. Anna seemed to be light years before her time as she believed it was important for all of her children to get an education. The two girls went to Presbyterian Ladies College, PLC, in 1875. In 1878, Ina passed her matriculation. She decided she wanted to be an artist. However, after travelling to New South Wales to pursue this, she instead ended up as being a governess. In the 1890s, the suffragette movement was steaming ahead across the country and coming home to Melbourne, she became a founding member of the Council of Women Suffragette. By the 1900s, she was sitting on the Executive Committee. In 1896, she worked with other women at the Working Girls Club, which allowed women to be safe, talking about different things and learning new skills. In 1899, she decided she wanted to study horticulture. Burnley College at that time was principled by a man named Mr. Charles Bugle Luffman. Awesome name. With the help of his wife, Mrs. Laura Luffman, Ina convinced him to let women study at Burnley. It was a catastrophe, allowing women unchaperoned to study of the humanity. Hand me my salts. As it was a very new and talked about phenomenon, articles were written and in the 1900s kind of way, it went viral. Ina gathered up to 70 women between the ages of 16 and 64 who all wanted to learn. Mr. Luffman wanted to model a course on the Lady Daisy Warwick from Studley College in England. This course will be dedicated to women who wanted to learn the basics of horticulture so they would learn to establish their own vegetable gardens. Ina ended up being a part of the first graduated people of this prestigious school. The fact she also had the highest marks of her peers, including the males, cemented the continuation of women being at Burnley. Yay! In 1903, her brother John bought Heronswood in Germana, and it was here that Ina redesigned it to have corridors of plants and winding paths throughout the bushland. After meeting Lady Talbot, she was involved in the design of the Talbot Epilepsy Colony in Clayton. This is not known as this anymore. If you would like more information on this, and really it is fascinating, please find the link in the show notes. In 1907, she became instrumental in the Extraordinary Women's Works exhibition in Melbourne, which showcased works by other women across the country. Around 1911, 
Ina redesigned Heather Setti in Burwood, which would later be bought by PLC in 1938. In 1914, Ina advocated to save water by decreasing the bulk grass areas. She was also appointed by the New South Wales Council to devise a, to devise a suitable irrigation system throughout Murrumbidgee. It's hard to say, isn't it? Murrumbidgee. Higgins was nominated patron of the Women's Horticulturalist Association of Victoria of this year. With the help of other important women such as Miss Adela Pankhurst, Miss Vida Goldstein, Miss Fullerton and Miss Bertha Mofield, she set up a co-op for women to learn different skills such as farming and horticulture. This was for women with varying backgrounds and did not want to be maids or nurses, which at the time seemed to be the only occupations women were allowed to do. Years later, when Ina was 74, this was celebrated with a publication about women for women. It was edited by Ina's nieces. There were contributions by many women of the times, including Edna Walling, who was the next mini episode. So that'll be exciting. She wrote plenty of papers about gardening and the teaching of women new skills and why she was so determined to see women doing more than only being able to do nursing and cleaning houses. Side note here, I have nothing against nurses. They are awesome and so are maids but imagine if they were the only two professions you could do. In 1948 Ina Higgins died in her home in Malvern in Victoria. She never married. She was an extraordinary woman and one wonders why she isn't better known for all her work in horticulture and as a woman in Australia. Thanks for listening dear leaflets. We'll see you next time. Toodaloo. Pull your plants up. Let's get dirty.